This is WSKG News. I'm Brent Fox. The teenage years are vital to physical growth and development. It's also a time where they learn how to recognize and address their mental and emotional well-being. I'm speaking with Heidi McKeska. She's part of the prevention team from Broome County Mental Health. Heidi, it's good to have you on this morning. Thanks for having me. It's an exciting time to be able to have a conversation about this. So what makes addressing mental health in kids and teenagers different from addressing adult mental health? So what makes it different? What makes it addressing teens a little bit more challenging, I would say, and different from adults? Teens are not adults, right? So they're growing, they're still developing. So that can be a factor on it. It can be challenging to determine um, if it's typical adolescent behavior or is it something more than that? You may, you, as I mentioned, experience things differently. For instance, depression can be presented as irritability, indifference, and it may be triggered very easily at, with emotionality, outbursts and things, where in adults, it's not the same, right? Um, stigma is a huge part of this too. We need to make sure that when youth are developing mental health problems, they may hesitate to ask for help, right? They may not know if their feelings are symptoms or so normal, typical behavior. They may have fear that they're going to be drawing attention to themselves. Adolescence is a time that they don't want to stand out that way or get in trouble for their behaviors. Maybe lose control of what happens next. Um, that can be a scary thing for kids. And what kinds of mental health issues are seen most during those teenage and childhood years? Most common ones are anxiety, depression, eating disorders, substance use disorders. That's what I would put as the tops. And what would you say are some of the warning signs that a young person may need help? Yeah, that's a good one because, again, we're talking typical behavior versus signs or symptoms or things to worry about. But things to consider and look at is, are they isolating themselves? Are they not participating in typical activities without picking up new ones? Are they missing school? Are they having changes in their friends groups? Are they sleeping or not sleeping? Are they eating or not eating? These things can sound like typical behaviors, but they may not be. So that's one of the things we look at. Overall, though, we want to look at patterns outside their norm. Um, and they're happening more frequently for longer periods of time. And it's now interfering with their daily life. What's, think about what's not normal for them. And what kinds of resources are available for these young people and how can they find them? Well, we can probably assume that kids are probably talking to their friends already. But we want to include a few other folks into that mix, right? Um, we want to talk about trusted adults. Those are people that you can go to to get information, to get resources, to get help. That can be family. That can be neighbors, school, other people, faith-based, your faith-based community, your coaches. But then we start talking like primary care, checking with your doctor, getting an appointment to talk about what's going on. Faith-based communities um, are another place that people will seek out support and help. Talking to school, talk to the school guidance counselors or social workers if you're having concerns. Um, both the kid, the student, and or the parents can do that. The more eyes we have on people, the better off those kids can be. And then we have some 24-7 numbers locally and, and nationally, 988, which is a suicide and crisis lifeline. We always say it's, it's more than one thing. You can call if you're struggling. You can call if you're in crisis. You can call if you're having some substance use challenges as well. Um, cool thing about that these days, especially for young folks, it is a text as well. 
So you don't have to talk to someone. If you prefer to, that's great too. You get a trained professional on the other line on that. And then there's um, that text, that 5274741, and that's the crisis text line. Again, that's another resource. And we find that kids use that a lot. Um, one of the things they'll say, oh, I just want to know if this is a real number or not. You know, if there's a real person on the other line. And there are trained professionals on crisis text line as well. And it gets used during the school day, too. So kids do use it. And how does the county work with schools when it comes to addressing student mental health? Well, we partner on a variety of efforts. Um, New York State Department of Education, as well as the Office of Mental Health, work with local supports and providers for things such as school-based mental health clinics. So having clinics inside schools, looking at trauma-informed work and how does that impact the school school day and the school year. Community schools, having community schools philosophy and um, opportunities and providers in your building. And you, we look at providing resources, training and workshop opportunities for both staff, students, and the community so they become aware of what wellness is and when challenges are and what to look for. And, and why is it important that these issues be addressed when they come up and what can happen if they're not addressed? Well, because many health behaviors and habits are established in adolescence, they can carry over into your adulthood. Right. And we want to make sure it's important to develop good mental habits as when we're young. So we can reach out when those things are occurring and being able to address immediately. Um, so there's help. Um, where there's help, there's hope. Right. And we want to make sure that the more mental health is discussed as part of our everyday language, the greater the chances are that kids, individuals, and adults will reach out when they're struggling. The more it becomes, common knowledge, like you wouldn't wait 10 years to fix a broken arm, right? We want to ensure the same thing for mental health. Mental health is health, and it's just as important as our physical health. I've been speaking with Heidi McKessa from Broome County Mental Health. Heidi, it's been great having you on this morning. Thanks again. I really appreciate the opportunity to bring this important topic to the forefront.